The reading this morning is from Psalm chapter 1. You'll find it on page 543 of the Church Bibles. So Psalm chapter 1, page 543 of the Church Bibles. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Thanks, Ruth. What a tragedy it would be to come to the end of, reali- end of life and realize I went the wrong way. Consider the doctor who went into medicine uh, just because he was pressured by his parents. Long shifts, emotional exhaustion, missed time with family, and all with the barely suppressed longing and regret that he should have followed his music career. Or... Consider the retired person who spent her whole life living on the same street, even though she always wanted to move to Australia. Each of those people has a picture of the the ideal, blessed life that they should have lived, and yet they're filled with regret, saying, I went the wrong way. If we listen, Psalm 1 is going to keep us from ever making that mistake. God has given us this psalm for a couple of reasons. And uh, I'm going to save one of the reasons till right at the end. But the first reason we have this psalm is so that we might live the blessed life. This is wisdom for us. Heeding this wisdom, we're never going to say with aching regret, I went the wrong way. Um, A bit of an introduction because we're starting a series in the psalm. Psalm 1 and 2, they're like two pillars that mark the gateway to the psalms. They are more than an introduction. They're like a big entrance into all the grand themes and hopes of the Psalms. Um, Messiah and kingdom, um, life and blessing, uh, temple teaching. And I'd like you to notice the first and last phrase in this entranceway, Psalm 1 and 2. Psalm 1 verse 1, blessed is the one. And then Psalm 2 verse 12, Blessed are all. This entrance into the book of Psalms is an entrance into blessing. What does that mean? To be blessed is to be happy, knowing the favor of God. It's to live a rewarding life in the here and now, not just in the future. And who doesn't want that? All of us have, I think, unspoken longings for the blessed life. That might be a job that would make us feel secure. That might be 
the perfect family that we always wished we could have. That might be the success that would make us feel validated. Whatever it is, we have those longings, the blessed life. Though as we look at Psalm 1, we might find that our definition needs reevaluating. With that said, let's consider the way of the blessed and the way of the wicked in Psalm 1 so that we ourselves might choose to go the right way. We'll start off with the way of the blessed, and we're going to spend uh, most of our time here, maybe like 70% of the message is going to be on the first three verses, going through them one at a time. Here we, def- here we find a definition of the blessed person. First thing we learn about them is that they say no. Verse 1. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. The blessed person says no. No, I won't walk. No, I won't stand. No, I won't sit. Isn't that quite the contrast to what many would think is the path to happiness, the path to a rewarding life. Surely the path to a rewarding life is all about saying yes. It's about throwing off all the shackles and restrictions and all the taboos. It's about saying yes to every urge and passion. But God is clear. The blessed person says no. And if you look carefully, it's a three-part crescendo of no's. First, they say no to walking. They do not walk in step with the wicked. The wicked here are those who walk away from God and everything he stands for. You might picture a cruel army walking in step to the drumbeat of godlessness. But by nature, we all tend to keep step with that drumbeat. None of us like to stick out. Life is far, more, far easier when we just think the same, act the same, love and want the same as everyone else around us. Whether we're um, in the playground, the office, or the community center, it's just easier if we're like everyone else. It's always going to be a temptation to talk, walk, laugh the same. But the blessed person says no. And secondly, they say no to standing. Blessed is the one who does not stand in the way that sinners take. Walking, it describes our way of life through choices big and small, but standing describes something a bit more settled. People around you might stand for certain issues. They might take a stand for certain principles. To stand in the way that sinners take, uh, sinners take means to give your firm allegiance to values that are offensive, condemned by God. Now, of course, like in our minds right now, it's really easy to jump straight to things like Pride Month or trans rights. But what about the narcissism that has become so normal in our social media generation? What about the pride in general that has become actively encouraged as a virtue? These are offensive, condemned by God. Yes, our lives would be easier if we just went along with these things like everyone else, as the saying goes. um, Those are my principles. If you don't like them, well, I have other ones. But it is sad, isn't it, 
when the only stance that some churches and Christians take is we have to move with the times. Even when that means going along with a way that is offensive, condemned by God. Like, is it any surprise, really, that that kind of weak, dead fish handshake sort of Christianity is dying out? Like, if you look at the church statistics over the church growth statistics in the UK over the past 20 years, the picture is really plain. Churches that um, move with the times and don't stand on their principles uh, and go with the principles of the world, they're declining and they're going to be gone soon. Whereas churches that stand with the principles of the Bible are blessed, are growing, even today. The blessed person says no. And thirdly, the third no is no to sitting. Blessed is the one who does not sit in the company of mockers, walking, standing, sitting. I think instinctively we can sort of tell there's an increasing familiarity with that process, um, but there's an association with sitting here that's more than just about making yourself comfortable. In much of the ancient world, to sit is very tightly associated with judgment and law. Um, so we might still use the phrase sitting in judgment. The company of mockers here is not content with just walking away from God, not content with just standing for principles that offend him. Rather, they sit in judgment, sneering at everything God stands for, jeering at anyone that follows his ways. I think you and I might be tempted by this in subtle ways. Um, Humor is obviously a great gift from God, but it can also be a defense mechanism to keep him at kind of arm's length. Cracking jokes about a preacher's odd mannerisms. Let's be fair, it is quite funny. But um, it is also a very effective way of avoiding his message. Laughing about weird quirks of biblical culture. Yeah, fair enough, the Bible's pretty weird sometimes. But that sort of mocking can make us miss the message for us and its relevance today. So the blessed person says no to that sort of mocking. I wonder, if you want to live the blessed life, what do you need to say no to? The second thing about the way of the blessed, uh, the blessed person, they delight. Um, We've talked about what they don't do. Verse 2 is what they do, do. Blessed is the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. What is the law of the Lord? It's instruction. It's teaching. And that can refer specifically to the Torah, the first five books of the Old Testament, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. It can be specific like that, or it can be generally God's teaching throughout all the scriptures. There's another option as well. In this gateway to the Psalms, it could be that it refers specifically to the Psalms themselves. As there are five books in the Torah, uh, there are five books in the Psalms. So um, the law of the Lord could be a kind of figurative way of referring to the Psalms in this introduction. But honestly, I don't know if it matters that much because whether the 
law is the Torah, the scriptures generally, all the Psalms, the blessed person delights in them. The blessed person hears and reads God's teaching and they respond with joy. They reject the company of the world because they want to spend time in the company of God in his teaching. They recognize his voice when they hear it and they respond with more than just an intellectual assent. There's a a deep response of the heart's delight. We might do this when we open Psalm 1 and and see the the simple, straightforward wisdom that even a child can understand. We, We delight in that. We appreciate that. We might open Psalm 23 and delight that it reveals God's character, his care, his love, his tenderness. We appreciate that, don't we? We might open Psalm 2, as we will do next week, and delight in it because it shows us Jesus. Our Savior is portrayed there so clearly, and we, we so appreciate these things, don't we, when we open God's Word. And as well as delighting, there's also meditating here in verse 2. Today, we might think of meditating as um, a kind of silence emptying of the mind. Um, Sometimes it might be associated with uh, mindfulness, contemplation, where we're taught to observe ourselves. We're supposed to focus, focus inwards and notice every sensation of our bodies. Uh, We're supposed to look inwards and be inquisitive about every thought as it passes through our minds. And I don't want to rubbish that entirely, but at the same time, I did hear someone say recently that thinking about yourself and being miserable is basically exactly the same thing. According to God, the blessed person doesn't meditate inwards, but outwards. The blessed person meditates on God's law day and night. The Hebrew for meditating, it's connected with the idea of muttering, kind of speaking under your breath. So your aim for this week, and make a note of this, is to be accused of insanity. That's the aim for this week. Talk about Psalm 1 to yourself throughout the week. If a Christian friend has said something striking to you, Remind yourself about it the following morning, or pick up a short phrase from your Bible and repeat it over and over again until it's stuck in your mind, in your memory, and then see if you can still remember it when you go to sleep in the evening. The blessed person delights and meditates in and on God's law. And the final thing about the way of the blessed, the blessed person, what do they do? They prosper in verse 3. They say no, they delight, and they prosper. This is the result of saying no and delighting in God's law. That person is like a stream, uh, like a tree. Uh, I've written that wrong. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. It is a beautiful picture of blessedness, isn't it? In a hot climate, the only vegetation that's going to bear fruit is a tree which roots go deep into life-giving water. 
Blessedness is someone whose roots go deep down into God, the source of life. And so they bear fruit. This is Garden of Eden level flourishing here. Uh, the sun may beat down on this tree. Storms may rage about, its tr- about it, but it will not wither. It is green. It is vibrant. It is lush. And they prosper in everything they do. What does it mean to prosper? Does it mean that this person will be healthy and rich in everything? No. You will prosper if you're saying no and delighting in God's God's word. You will prosper like a tree prospers continuing to thrive and grow even when it's hard, bearing fruit whatever the circumstances, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These fruits are going to blossom even when you might least expect it. You're going to be forever satisfied, drinking deep from the life-giving word. You will prosper like a tree prospers, growing and bearing fruit, whatever else is going on. We've all got those unspoken desires, those longings for the blessed life, the job that would make us feel secure, the perfect family that we wish we had, the success that would make us feel validated. But can I tell you a secret? Even if you get all of those things, you will still long for the blessed life. That ache, that longing will still be there. Job, security, family, success, they're all good things. But that's not the blessed life. This is. Psalm 1 is. This tree is real blessing. This is what will truly satisfy you. When you say no to the way of the wicked, when you say yes to God's teaching, we draw deep from life itself. When we go this way, there is a resilient happiness that can flourish in any and all circumstances. Maybe some of you here today are in the middle of debt and financial worries. Maybe some of you are um, just aching because of pain in the area of family. Maybe you're just struggling for whatever other circumstance that might be, and I'm sorry if that's you. That must be so tough to be going through that. But know this. Really know it. You can be in the middle of that storm, but if you're saying no to the way of the wicked, if your roots are going deep down into God, into his teaching... You are so blessed. Even in the middle of that storm, you are so blessed. Maybe this is the sentence to repeat over and over to yourself this week. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water. I am like a tree planted by streams of water. The way of the blessed. They say no. They delight. They prosper. Now, the way of the wicked. Um, I told you we'd spend most of our time in the previous point. 
Um, but in my defense, the first three verses, there's a lot more words to them than the second uh, three verses. But still, it's important for us to know, having established what the way of the blessed is, that there is no other route to blessing. Uh, and that's the warning of verses four to six. This warning is for the moments when having intended, having every intention of walking God's way, you reach the crossroads and think, oh, I wonder if there's more blessing that way than the way I'm currently walking. Verse four to six, not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Those who care nothing for God's law might be living a blessed life by the world's standard now. We might look at their possessions and picture ourselves in their position. When we're struggling along trying to be obedient, we might envy their freedom to do whatever they want. But theirs, honestly, is a poor imitation of true blessing. They're not like trees, planted and prospering. They're like chaff. If you're harvesting wheat or, or something else before machinery, then what you need to do is separate the, the precious grain from the worthless husk, the chaff. And so what you're going to do is you're going to throw everything up in the air and the heavy grain is going to fall down to the ground and the light, insubstantial chaff is going to get blown away by the wind. That's what the wicked are like. Unlike the tree, there's no connection to the source of life. So what they enjoy now is just fleeting. It's temporary and it's going to get blown away. And there is a judgment coming. There's an assembly, which means a church or a congregation, and the righteous belong there. Uh, this context, the righteous refers to the people that meet the description of verses 1 to 3. But those who stand in the way that sinners take now will not stand in the judgment then. Why is that? Because in choosing to walk away from the Lord they have forfeited his watchful care and protection. He watches over the way of the righteous, but the wicked have chosen to walk the broad path that leads to destruction. So next time you're tempted to feel jealous of the lifestyle of your friends or those around you, think twice. Are they really blessed? If you're caught between the choice of walking God's way or another way, Consider where those roads lead. In conclusion, God has given us this psalm today because it's wisdom for us. Delighting in Psalm 1 is going to keep you from walking the wrong way. And meditating on Psalm 1 will help you see that whatever circumstances you're facing, you are truly blessed. Even if your job, family and success isn't what it might have been, you are blessed. But I told you at the start that there was another purpose for this psalm. Yes, it is wisdom for us. Yes, the more we live like this, the more we will enjoy blessing. 
But as well as wisdom for us, this psalm is also worship of Jesus. With some of the songs we sing in church, the declarations and, um, and devotion are just so high that it's hard to sing them with 100% conviction. Um, the verse goes, When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, my richest gain I count but loss and poor contempt on all my pride. We want to sing that with 100% conviction. We want that to be true of us, but, but we sort of sing it with a slight awareness that ha- have I really counted my richest gain as loss? There's a little bit of, of um, we're in two minds over it. Can you sing Psalm 1 with 100% conviction? We can sing it with conviction, but the reality is that often we stray between the way of the blessed and the way of the wicked, don't we? We're not 100% in one camp or the other in the way we live. But the Bible teaches that there is one person and only one person who truly sings with conviction. When Jesus of Nazareth uh, sang, blessed is the one who, dot, 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 he believed it with every fiber of his being. He believed it and lived it and sought blessing in no other place. Surrounded by the pressures to walk in step with the wicked, to stand in the way of sinners, to sit in the seat of mockers, he resolutely set his face to walk his father's way. He was mocked more sharply and felt the pain than uh, more so than any of us will ever do so. And yet he delighted in his father's instruction all the, all the way. He is the fruitful one. He is the blessed one. Look back over the words we just read. With Jesus as the focus, it becomes not only a psalm of wisdom for us, but a psalm of praise, of worship for Jesus. And so it becomes a psalm of even greater delight for us too. Because though we may have walked the path of the wicked, we can still know blessing in Jesus. By trusting in Jesus for forgiveness and by turning to follow him, you can know blessing in him, secure. As Christians, we are like branches on the tree that is Jesus. He is rooted deep in God because he is God, in the source of life, and we attach to him, no blessing in him. We drink deep of eternal life when we are in Christ. It's a great psalm. It's wisdom for us, and it's it's worship of Jesus. Let's pray. Almighty God, we thank you that those of us who are in Christ can say that we are blessed in him. Thank you that because of the life he lived, we have that secure, deeply rooted, eternal life that is ours. Please help us to walk more like him. Please help us to say no to the way of the wicked day by day. Please help us to delight more and more in your teaching, in your instruction. And may we know 
the joy, the favor, the rewarding life that is described here, even this week. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Our final song celebrates the blessing and the one who blesses. Come thou fount of every blessing. We'll stand to sing.